This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive here. This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds boosts and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever. You don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not available yet, head to DraftKings app and check out their daily fantasy sports contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get you a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER on Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Frankie Fatstacks, and Ben Heisler getting ready to take a couple early, take an early look at some of the NFL line movement that we've seen so far with these first numbers coming out. Also, we got another game seven in the NBA and some NHL and Major League Baseball, Vegas Whisperers style. Frankie, what's going on with you, my man? What a night last night. Yeah, absolutely. It was one of the worst nights possibly in betting that I've had in in probably several years uh, following the sharp picks. As we know, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, futures bet went up in fire. You know, that really, you know, they really went up in flames. And it, it, it was it was to be expected, guys. We we spoke about it here. That Vegas uh, Golden Knights locker room was just torn um, due to the coaching issues of benching uh, Mark Andre Fleury in favor of Robin Robin Leonard. And the team was never really to go, you know, able to recover. Then on top of it that Monday night game the second game I mean are you kidding me Steven Gostkowski leaving 10 points on the field I mean that's absolutely ridiculous the Titans were a play of the Sharps it was the clear right side but you can't know that a guy who usually converts at 87 percent of the time with his kicks coming from the New England Patriots all of a sudden looked like he was kicking in the peewee leagues and he couldn't even kick it more than 15, 20 yards and get the ball straight. I mean, it was an absolute joke to see that they come up short. The book, the books get the best of the, uh, of the betters once again. And it was a real disappointment to see that the Titans came up short winning the game 16, 14, but failing to cover two and a half or three, depending on where you landed and placed your wager. 
been to quote Peyton Manning the idiot kicker. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I listen. I'm a Bears fan, so I still have the the PTSD from Cody Parkey double doinking in that game <laughs> against the Eagles from a couple of years ago. But you know what? Parkey at least hit the posts, and he hit two of them. Gostowski wasn't even close to anything. Like he was just all over the place. And you're and, and Frankie was right. Ten points were on the board. I, I actually texted Frankie in the middle of that I was like, Gostowski's just taking our money, dude. I was like, Broncos are going to win this game outright. Now I didn't end up betting that. And uh, you know, good thing Frankie's John o. Smith prop came through along with uh, you know, my props on Deshaun Hamilton uh, and then a couple other ones that I, I'm blanking out on at the point. But uh, we had a, a solid night even with uh, with the Titans uh, just going belly up and Gostowski just kicking us completely out of the game. But uh, it's another brand new night, boys. Let's go ahead and uh, get it done tonight. All right, let's start to take a look at some of this early line movement. Frankie, I get in here going off the Odds presented by DraftKings.com for these current numbers. The Rams move from plus five and a half to a one and a half point favorite versus the Philadelphia Eagles. That game is in Philadelphia. People down on the Eagles, Frankie. Yeah, and I can understand why. I mean, the Eagles have several key injuries at important spots. Obviously, along the offensive line, they're missing Lane Johnson. There's rumors that he could possibly come back this week, but he may be limited. And then you don't know if he can actually stay and play the entire game. Then at the running back position, we know that they're banged up seriously with uh, Miles Sanders who missed week one. Now if he comes back, he could be on a on a snap count. And in addition, Boston Scott is now banged up. We know that they have the issues at the wide receiver spot. And the Rams, let's talk about it, boys. They absolutely looked phenomenal in week one against the Dallas Cowboys. They shut down a, a, a Cowboys offense that's one of the best offenses in the entire league. I mean, they did have, they did let Zeke uh, you know, Zeke is always going to eat as uh, Corey knows, you know, he's a fantastic fantasy player, but on, in terms of their wideouts and for Dak, he really was not able to perform. And I think that right now with the way that the issues that the rent, that the Eagles are having on the offensive side of the ball, it's easy to see why the Rams went from being such a big underdog. And when I say big, I mean more than a field goal of points, you know, getting that plus four and a half to now being a small favorite and laying one and a half. I think the steam is going in the right direction boys i think the rams are one of the best plays on the board in week one that's, week inter- Excuse me. that's interesting ben because i'm looking at a team a west coast team coming to the east coast if i believe that 1 p.m start and not to mention the fact that you know in the nfl these things kind of flip flop from week to week yeah yeah i'm with you Corey. like i was actually really surprised frankie that uh that you're going with the the rams on this one i i kind of figured that after the Eagles got off to a really nice start, which they did, I think the scripted plays for Carson Wentz and the rest of his team ended up being really productive. Um, you know, they just kind of went belly up and, and they stalled. And I think Wentz is a guy that can bounce back. He's put up solid numbers in the past. Remember, he had nobody to throw to a season ago that weren't tight ends. He still had Zach Ertz and Zach and Dallas Goddard, but every other wide receiver on his team was hurt. I think he was the only quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards and have his wide receivers have under 500 yards. That's pretty remarkable uh, when you think about everything that Carson Wentz has been able to do. So I'm looking at it initially thinking to myself that there's way too much movement right now uh, in favor of the Rams. I think the Eagles are still at home, assuming that Miles Sanders is back in the mix. That's a really dynamic part of their offense. So I'm leaning Philadelphia at this point, but again, if the line continues to move in a favorable direction as somebody that's considering betting the Eagles, I'll probably wait on this one and see if it moves up to around that three. Buffalo Bills open up laying three and a half versus the Miami Dolphins. The game is in South Florida. Frank, that line now on the DraftKings Sportsbook is sitting at the Buffalo Bills minus five and a half. 
Yeah, the ticket count is just absolutely completely one-sided right now as nearly 76% of the spread wages have poured in at the betting windows in support of the Bills. And I can't say that I, I disagree with that. I mean, the Bills looked really dominant on offense. Josh Allen looked like he's maybe ready to take the next step. He was absolutely phenomenal, but really, I, I'm not so sure what we really take out of that game. Is that because he was playing Adam Gase in the New York Jets, who will probably have one of the top five worst defenses in the league right now, especially with Jamal, without Jamal Adams and CJ Mosley that, you know, he really had, he could have set up, you know, a picnic back there. He had so much time in that, you know, to really scour the field and, and find whoever he wanted that was open. And really when the protection broke down and he wanted to, he ran at will. So, I mean, I'm not really so sure Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins, they came up short, you know, as a seven point underdog and a 21 to 11 loss to Cam Newton and the Patriots. So they did have a somewhat of a solid showing in that first week but I think that right now, guys, I tend to agree that the steam is going in the right direction. I think the Bills will be too strong for the Dolphins in week two. I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree with that, but I think the Bills are the real deal. All right. I have a Kansas City whisper. It's not a Vegas whisper, but it's a Kansas City whisper. Josh Allen has a road under 12-2-0 and and against the spread. Go. Ooh. I like that. Interesting. I like the under in this game. And also, you know, Buffalo, I I think, yes, right now, what, minus five and a half on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, give me the Bills. Give me the under. Uh, the Dolphins at some point will get there, but Buffalo's defense is outstanding. They're stingy. Um, Allen, made, he still missed some really easy throws. Like just bad, bad throws from Josh Allen. Hey, hey but, Ben, one of them, one of them bounced off the back of the wall for a double. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were some atrocious throws from Josh Allen, but I, I do agree with Frankie in the sense that he is a lot more poised. Uh, he's got more weapons than he's ever had before. Uh, Zach Moss, their rookie running back, got a touchdown. But uh, the the play for me in this game still is the under. Again, we mentioned 12-2-0, our Buffalo with Josh Allen uh, over the last few years. So uh, that's the play for me. Uh, I think right now we're listing it at, what, 42.5 on, on DraftKings as far as the under? Goes. No, it's all the way down to 41. Moved Yeesh. down to 41. All right, now now I'm starting to, to, to question it a little bit, but I, I still think if it stays at 41, I'm taking the under. If it moves any further, I'm probably staying away. But give me the under uh, and give me the bills at minus five and a half as far as an early lead is concerned. America's football team, the Dallas Cowboys, opened up as a seven-point home favorite to the Atlanta Falcons. That number on DraftKings is sitting at four and a half. Excuse me, it's sitting at five and a half right now. Could see that number go down to four and a half, Frankie. Uh, people not feeling the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they're really not. I mean, it's 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 understandable. I mean, you know, Dak was unable to consistently find his top weapons against the Rams. And let's let's be honest, though. I mean, right now the money is steaming in once again. As we know, the Vegas Whisper shops are all over the Atlanta Falcons in Week One at home, and the Falcons absolutely burned the shops as their defense was a complete no show in Week One. And Russell Wilson and the Seahawks they just absolutely took it to them. But you know, obviously too as well, guys. It's important to highlight that Dan. Quinn, he left all the betters, shop betters, public betters, depending on wherever you was, scratching your head when he inexplicably attempted a fake punt inside his own 30. I mean, that just compounded the insult to injury right there. And I just don't know if I trust putting my money behind the Atlanta Falcons. I know that the steam right now is going in, in the favor of the Atlanta Falcons because their offense appears to be more on track. As we saw in week one, Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan really put up prolific numbers 
from a fantasy point of view. But if we're going to look at this game right now, this is probably a stay away from me because I don't know which two teams I'm really going to get. The Cowboys, they really should get their act together. They are home. But that line, obviously, in my opinion, at seven was way too high. So I think that the steam was going in the right direction. But I just can't possibly put money behind Dan Quinn again for a second week. So this would probably be a stay away from me. Yeah, and Dan Quinn is a money burner. You hop on the Cowboys, they will they will cover this one because that's what the Atlanta Falcons have been doing for the past couple years now, Ben. But I'm looking at a, a Atlanta Falcons team that can't guard nobody, and they got lit up last week. And you know what? Dallas and Dak and that crew at home could light them up again. They fought for Dan Quinn's job a season ago. Like, that was their defense. All of a sudden, the final seven, eight games of the season was part of the reason that he was able to stay on because the Falcons, you know, they were like kind of like Carolina last year. You just, whoever was going up against them in daily fantasy, you went ahead and targeted whoever you could, and you played that line. They were a funnel defense. They just got destroyed in the middle of the field. And so I, I'm looking at them now thinking, all right, well, what what's really changed? You know, I, I, I know that Seattle has a, a pretty dynamic offense and, and Russell Wilson is as good as you get. But uh, I, I thought they put up a little bit more of a fight, especially at home, especially with Seattle going across the country with none of these teams leaving the bubble at all. So I, my, I think my initial side is that I still am probably leaning on Dallas, but I, I just don't like that number right now. All the way down um, to, to minus four and a half compared to where it was before. I suppose that's a good thing. Um, but I kind of get the feeling that this is going to be a really close back and forth game. I, I'm maybe if I'm leaning in one direction, guys, uh, maybe I'm leaning the over here. Yes, I like the over here in this one as well. I'm glad you mentioned it. I think this game, this game opened up the total of 50. It is now seen that uh, push up to 52 on the DraftKings Sportsbook and some other places around town. All right, let's get ready to continue to move through some of these early line movements. You're listening to the SI Gambling Podcast, brought to you by the good folks over at DraftKings, Vegas Whisper Style. San Francisco opens up as a four-point road favorite. West Coast team coming across the country for that 1 p.m. Eastern time start. The opponent, Frankie, is your New York Jets. And I say, you know, New York Jets because I've heard a lot of people talk negatively about the New York Jets, but not the way you did last week, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> the New York Jets, Frankie's favorite team, Adam Gates. What's up? Yeah, well, I, I think once again, the steam is in the right direction. I actually got down on the uh, myself as a, in a personal play. I laid five um, on Sunday night on San Francisco, and this line is now up to seven. And I think that that's, you know, thanks in part to 77% of the money right now over at DraftKings Sportsbook is in on the boys from the Bay Area. And it makes sense. The Jets are going to be without, obviously, their best uh Offensive weapon in running back Le'Veon Bell, who's now expected to miss several weeks with a hamstring injury and going up against one of the defenses shorthanded. One of the best defenses is not an ideal way for the Jets to show any improvement, if that's even possible, with Adam Gase still running that, you know, roaming the sidelines for the Jets in week two. You know, although the, the 49ers were among the teams to be upset in week one against Kyla Murray and the Cardinals, betters are wagering right now that the Jets are a solid get right spot for Jimmy Garoppolo and company. And I actually believe that that's the right side. I think the uh, Jets are going to be catching the 49ers at a bad time when they're angry, hungry to get a W, uh, their first W of the 2020 season after being upset. And I think that the Jets are going to get absolutely steamrolled in week two. Well, Ben, 
You know how Frank <laughs> feels about the Jets. <laughs> Bring out the steamrollers. Yep, and I think the only concern that I have, because I, I bet the under when it was initially at 43.5 and, and has since moved down to 42.5, uh, the Jets aren't going to be able to score on the 49ers defense. And I know that I talked all last week about not being afraid of the 49ers defense uh, going up against Arizona because I thought that Garoppolo is going to have to throw more. It's part of the reason that I have him inside my top 12 fantasy quarterbacks this year. I just thought this was going to be an opportunity for Garoppolo to really start to incorporate more play action, start taking more shots down the field. Uh, and the problem going up against Arizona is that he didn't really have a whole lot of guys to throw to. Kittle got hurt. I don't know if he was really the same afterwards. Uh, no Debo Samuel, no Brandon Ayuk. Uh, your, your guy, Keelan Cole, or not Keelan Cole. Um, Kendrick. Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, I got, I got the, the Keelans and the Kendricks mixed up. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is still hanging around, so he's still going to be a, a, a decent option. But they're getting Brandon Ayuk back, and I think that adds another dimension to this offense. Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised with what I saw from the 49ers run game. They used Raheem Mostert in the passing game a little bit, which I didn't expect. So my concern is not necessarily whether or not the 49ers are going to cover, but it's whether or not they're going to put up too many points and then let the Jets back into backdoor this 43 and a half. So this should be all 49ers unless they're just sleeping ahead and, and looking forward to it the next game. But they shouldn't be because they're going to stay in New Jersey and play the terrible Giants the following week. So this should be all 49ers. I think the line's just going to continue to grow throughout the week. 49ers spending a week in the tri-state area. So there goes, there you go right there. You not remember where, where your gloves I mean, excuse me, wear a mask and wash your hands. San Francisco 49ers, don't come bringing that foolishness over on this part of town. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's get ready to hop into the bubble. We got two big NBA games today. We got a game one and a game seven. The bubble keeps giving us these game seven, Frankie. Matter of fact, I want to start with game seven. The Denver Nuggets and the Clippers, Denver with two back-to-back big-time victories. Money coming in on the Nuggets, laying that, I mean, catching seven and a half. You know, I'm rolling with the Clippers. I don't think I'm betting this one on the spread. I'm going to be looking at the under because game sevens normally finish under the total. Yeah, I think that you're on the right side there, Corey. That's how I would play the game as well. Uh, but, I, you know, it, it is going to be attractive to a lot of bettors out there that say, hmm, what about can Denver really pull this off? And that money line right now is awfully attractive and awfully juicy, but I just don't know if they really can come up to speed right now. But my early leaning guys would be taking the points and going under as you highlighted, Corey. What do you think? What do you think, Ben? How are we, how are we getting down on this one? I did the sides, the side is too. Listen, the, my heart says the Clippers blow these joke, the blow, blow these cats out, but Jamal Murray and this, and this, and this Nuggets team, man, and they're tough. But I think it's the under, which scares me about the under like it always does with these unders because I've been on the Knicks a lot and I've seen this happen with the Knicks before. You get ready to hit that under and the game goes overtime. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be an overtime situation. Remember, uh, I think it was, what, 80 to 77 where Jokic hit that shot for the Nuggets in Game 7. You're right. These Game 7s tend to be really low, but I think the spread is kind of adjusted for it. Right now, DraftKings is showing 208 and a half. Um, as as the total, and that's just so low for offenses that can heat up in a hurry. So I think I'm actually going to be on the other side here, Corey. I think I'm going to lean with the over. I I think you're actually going to see a better-paced game, and I don't necessarily think that favors the Nuggets. I I know that sometimes they like to go up and down 
Uh, Mike Malone's team can can score in bunches when they get hot, but they can also go ice cold as well. Uh, so I think you'll see a pretty competitive game, and then I think in the fourth quarter, that's when the Clippers really start to say, "All right, listen, let's let's stop screwing around here. Let's go and play the Lakers. Let's go and have the matchup that everybody wants us to have." So maybe there's an opportunity to live bet the Clippers if Denver keeps it close throughout much of the game. I, I know that. Uh, the Clippers blew, what, an 18-point lead in Game 6, so that might cause some hesitation for anybody wanting to bet the the, uh, the Clippers live. Uh, but for me, I, I'm going to probably go over here uh, and then maybe look for an opportunity to take the Clippers, uh, assuming this game is close heading into the fourth. I got to give Adam Silva and the NBA props. This bubble idea has worked phenomenally. There have been some excellent, excellent, excellent basketball games, buzzer beaters, game sevens so shout out to the nba for this one and now we get to the conference finals frankie and lo and behold look who we got the miami heat and the boston celtics these teams have dueled in recent memory obviously when lebron james was a member of the miami heat they could they struggled well he struggled as a member of the Cavs going against the celtics he got the miami miami got the upper hand everybody remembers the phenomenal lebron james game in the boston in the td bank arena so now we see these two arch rivals of recent playoff memories Going at it again, game one tonight in the bubble. The Boston Celtics are a point-and-a-half favorite. And I'll be honest with you, I'm going under Frankie because I don't know what to do with the side. Well, to be honest, I'm actually scared of the total because it's it's dropped down too many points, in my opinion. And listen, right now, as we know, these two teams, they almost mirror each other. The Heat swept the Indiana Pacers in the first round before, you know, obviously taking out the Bucks in five to get to this point. The Celtics, they also swept in the first round against the Sixers. And then, you know, it took them, you know, going against Kyle Lowry. They needed seven games to take out the Toronto Raptors. But for me, I'm back in Jimmy Butler in this game. I think that Jimmy Butler and the Heat are, the, are coming in as one of the hottest teams and the most disrespected team. I think that they actually, in my opinion, and, and you know, I spoke to a couple of guys around town, a couple of sports books directors here in Vegas, and their power ratings actually have the Miami Heat as a stronger team. However, due to optics, they couldn't make the Miami Heat the favorite in this game because they're expecting a lot of money on the Boston Celtics. Celtics so, are a big bet all the time, all the they, time. They really are. They're a public side. They're like the Cowboys and the Yankees, you know, in other sports. But LeBron I'll be honest. Yeah, LeBron, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the king of taking your money, James. <laughs> that's that's for sure. But, I mean, in, in all honesty, guys, I think that the Miami Heat on the money line taking plus odds, you know, right now and not having to lay any juice, they're how I would be looking at this game right now. And I'm interested to see if the Sharps actually step out and agree with that because, like, we, like I always know, most of the times the Sharps, they usually – their models don't differ that much from the sportsbook's power rankings. And right now, even though the power rankings for the, the odds makers – have the Heat as a stronger team, they're listed as the underdog. So not only that, but maybe guys, it actually, it might even be looked to, you know, may, might even be worthy to look at, you know, and profitable to be looking at the Heat as a series play as well. I like that. That's a good idea right there, right? Last I saw it on the DraftKings Sportsbook, the series, Miami was plus 105. Hop in here, Ben, before we get ready to get up out of here and let me know what you think about this contest tonight. I actually think we might see a little bit more points than we would anticipate. I'm considering going over here as well. Uh, so far, you know, Boston averaged 113.7 points on the season, Miami 112, and they put up a ton of points against Milwaukee, who is also one of the better defensive teams. I, I think the other part of that is that Milwaukee plays with the best pace in the NBA, or at least they were playing with it until they got eliminated. So I, I think that worked for Miami. I think they're going to push tempo a little bit. It'll just be dependent on whether or not the Celtics can do the same. And, you know, 
know, that last game against Toronto was 92-87, so a little bit low scoring. But all the other games were, you know, every pretty much every game had, you know, one team in the hundreds. You know, the loss to Toronto, 104-103. Lost to Toronto, 193. But then when they won, 111-89. to And then the game in, in, in two overtimes was in the 120s. So I think both of these teams can, can still score. It'll just be whether or not, you know, that fourth quarter when they start to play more half-court basketball, if it comes down to that. So... I'm leaning over here, and I do agree with you guys. I think Miami could be a really intriguing money line play. All right, Frankie, before we get up out of here, you got some Vegas whispers for Major League Baseball and NHL. I most certainly do, guys. And the and it comes in the Major League Baseball. We're going to go on the Diamond Boys. And it, the two plays right now that have come through Vegas Whispers style right now, the first game is the San Diego Padres plus $1.16. They can actually be still found at DraftKings Sportsbook right now at plus $1.12. The second game, and that's a target of the Vegas Whispers uh, for Tuesday, is the Seattle Mariners plus $1.22. And they can actually still be found at plus $1.17 over at DraftKings Sportsbook as well. Guys, those are the two plays on the board in Major League Baseball for tonight. As of right now, the San Diego Padres and the Seattle Mariners. So it looks like the Vegas Whispers Shops, they're going for the dogs. They think the dogs are barking. Let's see if we can get the heat also. Might be a dog-dog night, boys. All right, everybody, enjoy the NBA tonight. Enjoy Major League Baseball and the ice hockey. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. You're listening to the SI Gambling Show presented by DraftKings for my main man, Frankie and Ben Heisler. We are out.